Ooh, give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast. been trying to tell your ass that dad ain't my cousin. He in the back. Whatever you say, baby, whatever you say. I swear to God, man, the combination to the safe is 34, 5, 27, man. Just take it all, baby. It's all yours, man. Just don't kill me, please. I got kids, man. I got a motherfucking girlfriend. I got a wife on the side, man. Shut up! <laughs> don't kill me, God damn, don't kill me. Craig, what you doing? Nothing. Huh? Is this your cousin? Yeah, that's my cousin. Good. Then you fire. Who, me? Yeah, you. I'm fired? And wrote you fired, too. You fired. Why are you gonna fire me for, Picky? Shut up! I'm so shut up! You better keep your goddamn mouth shut! Bobby Walmart. Oh, I heard that shit. Say it again. Say it again.
got my shit together, I'm way better than last time. Yeah. Slide my rose race through the hood, that shit look good, like right on. Get your own salon, your hair done when you want from now on. Tell the police, I don't do nothing, I've been selling these songs. Ain't put no caps on. Yes, sir, what's happening with Poppin', man? You know the vibes, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Untitled Podcast, episode 65. Um, I'm here with a very, very, very special guest, man, a long-time brother of mine, man, somebody I done went into battle with on the field, man, somebody I seen grow from, you know what I mean, the the freshman coming in that played too much, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to, to somebody who's doing big things out here, man, so without further ado, man, my guy, man, Izzy the DJ, what's happening? What's going on, man? Uh, appreciate you having me. Yeah, like you said, man. Me and my dog, we got we got a lot of history, man. Yeah. He know he know he know he know the uh he know Derek. He know Derek. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, before all that, before all that, we still beefing too. I never told you about that. We beefing because you did yo, see you took my touchdown on seeing night. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never told you about that. You took my touchdown on seeing night, man. We we beefing about that, man. I, I broke a little run, man. A boy called it back. They gave, they gave uh, Izzy the ball up the middle, man. He was supposed to get a few yards, you know what I'm saying? Get me closer. Bro, I'm busted for 30 and score. I'm like, come on, God. <laughs> man, look, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, it, it, it was a lot going on, man. You know, if we, if we I, it's crazy you said that because I just, uh, I just was on Facebook and it was an old picture. It was, um, it was our senior year, actually. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I said, damn, man. I, uh, I, when I put the coat, I said we could have been superstars. I said, but we need a better coach. <laughs> <laughs> nah, straight, <laughs> hey, straight up. Hey, I still ran into the Mossy Ryan City man. I tell him every time I see him, I said, man, you killed us, man. You killed, killed us. Man. He killed us. We had a whole look, man. We had we had a whole plan, bro. It was the whole. Bro came in, man. For those who don't know, so me and me and Izzy played ball together in high school, man. So right from my senior year. We got a new coach, you know what I'm saying? And them, them three years I've been there, and, and the two years it has been there, you know what I'm saying? We ran the city. I mean, I don't – I can recall only losing to two teams in Savannah up until that point. I remember I lost, we lost to Beach one year. We lost to BC one year. That was it. 73 my junior year. New coach come in three and seven. I ain't never lost a son. Man, hey, I, I played. I started playing football now at nine years old, man. I ain't never got my ass whooped like that in my life. Week after week, we just losing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And bro had a team that was put together, built. All you had to do, you know what I'm saying, was drive the car. They just toss you the keys, bro. Just don't wreck it. And, and he did that. He did that. So, so ugly, man. But, yeah, nah, for sure. We, we damn sure could have been superstars. Um, but that dude shift to something, man, because I remember um so it's two things, right? So when we when we me and you talked, you know what I mean, about doing this, um, doing this interview or whatnot, and I was thinking about, you know what I mean, me, you know what I mean, in relation to you, right? And I try to take something from everybody. You know what I mean? No matter, you know, who it is, what's going on, like I try to learn something from everybody. And there was two things that I thought about. One thing I mentioned was I remember you came in your freshman year. You know what I mean? He was always playful, always enjoying, you know what I mean? Like, always enjoying what we did, right? But the time you came in, when we was freshmen, that's when Jay, Rod, all them boys were there. Wasn't no time for play. Wasn't no play play. I'm talking, right. like, in the locker room, we couldn't even walk past the lockers. We had to walk through the middle. 
you know what I'm saying, when it was straight to walk through the middle. Like, if not, the boys, you know what I mean, throwing you in the shower or whatever, right? So it was real business-like, right? So that was one thing I took from you was just enjoying what you was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, just enjoy what you do because I know later on when we became seniors, we still had that mentality and it clashed with a lot of, you know what I mean, the underclassmen because them boys really didn't understand. They were trying to enjoy themselves. The other thing was I remember my sophomore year, I was at Georgia Southern, you went to Albany, right? Mm-hmm. And I just remember just out the blue, I get on Facebook and you post a picture full uniform at Albany. I'm like, I knew bro was still playing. But the thing I took from that was this whole time you was still been grinding. Like we just let it go. We like, man, we, you know what I'm saying? We ain't going to play whatever. But the other thing I learned was do your work in silence. Like you ain't always got to, you know what I mean? You, you could have been out there posting pictures at practice. Every, you know, we ain't knew nothing. I think you posted, it was the day for the first game. You know what I'm saying? Like, God damn, yeah. I ain't knew. So like I said, those are two dope things, you know what I mean, that I picked up from you. You know what I mean? That I, I learned just watching, like, really enjoying what you do. You could be good at what you do and have fun at it, you know what I mean, at the same time. Um, so I thought those are two, two dope things I really picked up from you. Um, so uh, kind of went through the, the origins a little bit, man. So, and I mentioned I didn't I didn't even realize you DJed till you was kind of already, you know what I mean? You DJing around the city, you know what I'm saying? I remember I mentioned the mod, we was throwing a party, and we was kind of taking the shift, right? Like, the party was really becoming a thing on Christmas. And we had a DJ, shout out to Oscar, but I felt like, I don't know how they felt, but I felt like we probably needed a different sound because we did it for like three years. DJ had been the same, you know, with the same BJ, the sound starting to get the same. You know what transition's coming. You know what song coming. You know all that. So, yo, we need somebody new. I talked to you. I said, shit, man, here, you know what I'm saying? I said, my bro, man, he DJ, you know what I mean? I remember you sent me a few, uh, a few demos. It was like three of them you sent me, you know what I'm saying? Like real professional, all that. And send it out, man. So I, I say all that to say, what influenced you to actually become a DJ? So, um, well, I always like telling the story. So, like, uh, around the time, like, this is when I'm in Savannah, like, come out, uh, for people who don't know, my, my pop side of the family is from West Virginia. So I used to go there in the summers and stuff every now and then. And, um, Recording in progress. And what, so what I, uh, what I ended up doing, like, you remember, like, back around, so this had to have been, like, 03, 04, maybe. Mm-hmm. Now, probably, no, it might have been a little sooner than that, but, like, around, around the music download era, like, that era. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like, wire, yeah. yeah, but this is right, this is before that. It was right before that even oh, came oh. out. So, like, that's why I said it might have been, like, 02 or something like that. But, anyway, my uncle, I went to bed for the summer. My uncle taught me how to download music. So I'm like, bet he had bet he man, my uncle shot my uncle fifty. He had a, he had a jump. That nigga was bur- making CDs, mixtapes. Uh, what else? He was doing. I don't know if y'all remember when Direct TV used to have the cards. Mm-hmm. They just had a card, but he used to refresh niggas' cards. Okay. So basically, he was getting free Direct TV. Like you're pulling <laughs> the Yeah, he had a jump, and I'm trying to tell you. So yeah. like when I got the so when I got the middle school, that's when. I was like, I was, I was making CDs. I was burning CDs and selling them. Shoot, I was, I was selling movies and all type of stuff. Like, but that all, like, learning how to do that. Um, I had ended up having an older cousin that's a DJ, um, in West Virginia. Um, 
he, he would do their T-nuts back then. But um, he uh, he used to do this basketball tournament um, of another family member of mine, like some like some Rucker Park type vibes, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like summertime, he couldn't make it. So they was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? We need a, a CD. So I'm like, shoot, I just made the CD of like all my favorite songs that I thought was hot. I made it. They liked it. So that Christmas, that following year, that Christmas, my uh, stepmom got me my first set of turntables. And shoot, the rest was like, it just worked itself out. Like I was all, it was always football and then DJing. Like I, it was always like that. So like back in the crib, back in Savannah, like we used to do like, you know, we, remember we used to have team parties. Yeah. Like that was like our thing. Like it'd be somebody's birthday. You might not even know them personally, yeah. but they say that. It's, I, and I be telling people like in different cities when we talking about coming up, I'm like, all you had to find out is if it was like a sweet 16 or 15. Mm-hmm. If they said that it was open to everybody, niggas was pulling up. Yeah, I'm talking about ain't never met the person a day in their life, especially like the ones at state. They just had a part, the little team yep. part of the state. Yeah. So I was uh I was doing some of them, and um which it was cool, uh but. Like I said, it was that wasn't really the main focus. I like I liked it. My folks was okay. It was cool, but they didn't really like. It wasn't like they were pushing it no way, one way or another. Um, so I kind of was just doing my thing. Then you know I'm still a kid, so I was like getting in trouble and shit in school. So like if I got in trouble in school, I would like my folks would be like, "Well, shit, you can't DJ." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know they ain't gonna put me out the team, the sports team, but they be like, "Well, shit, nah, you can't DJ." So like. I think um, a lot of that, like, I feel like, and it's not a regret or anything, but I feel like that my process probably would have been a little different mm-hmm. had, like, I had that push. Because, like, around that time, I know you remember, we had uh, DJ AAA. Yeah, I remember that. And, you yeah. know, he at that time, he was the, the his tagline was youngest DJ in GA. Like, oh, he was lit. Man. He was got, he was going on 106 and part, Rap yeah. City. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Water, so, man. like, so I'm like, boom! I'm like, damn! Like, I gotta get, I gotta get it together. So, um, it was, it wasn't really even until I got to Albany State to where I really was like, oh, I bet, because like I was, and I laugh now, because like you talking about, I was getting like seven fifty, a thousand dollars sometimes to do parties in high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, my, you know, not knowing. Because like I gotta do a party, so say I get booked, I get booked for a birthday party. I gotta rent the speakers from um, Portman's. Gotta go to Portman's rent the speakers, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. and then go do the party. But like you know, if I would have knew what I knew now, shit, I would have, uh, I would have just bought my own set, mm-hmm. got a little truck. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then did, and then did what I do. But I think you know what I'm saying. I, everything happens for a reason. So it was just kind of like. Um, Really, where I tell people that that like my career took a turn was when I had my daughter. So I like I said football, like you know, that's what I was doing with Albany State. Played, transferred there with West Virginia State. Transferred from there, went to the school in Lynchburg, the dean of Lynchburg. Then I transferred to Norfolk State to play. I get cleared and find out I have a. I get cleared by the NCAA to play in Norfolk State. And find out I got a daughter the same week. <laughs> like, no, literally the same yeah. week. Like if I, I wish I had. I, I got a. Um, I wish I had the uh, the date. I had like a the paternity. I took the paternity test, and I, I wish I had the date 
for the joint. Like it, it was sick. You know what I'm saying? So I had to like really make a decision. Um, and uh, so I remember, I remember this at the time my folks were living in Richmond, Virginia. And um, so I'm just, I'm 20. They're fresh in North State, first semester there. I'm just like, ah, damn, like I'm nervous. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So we get to Richmond, everybody come up here. Um, my, da- my daughter come up here, mom, her family come up. We all just, all our families met for the first time. Mm-hmm. So we just, you know, talking about like, all right, what are we going to do? Because, you know, at the time, I'm young. Uh, my daughter's mother's young. You know, we just got to figure it out. Yeah. So then I was just sitting there. And, like, I had been praying on it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I had asked myself, like, shoot, if I make it to the league, you know what I'm saying? Well, I still want to DJ. Um, because at this time, like, you know, I'm still chasing the NFL dreams or whatever. And, uh, but like the DJ, like I've realized, like I fell in love with, it. I didn't, at this point I've had been on college radio, done plenty of parties and college and stuff. So like, I'm like, yo, I, I love doing this. I'm, I'm a DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but then I asked myself the, uh, the flip of the question, like, but if I make it DJing, you know what I'm saying? Will I be tripping on the NFL? And I was like, nah. So I quit. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, I'm done. Like I want to be able to, you know, um, take care of my daughter immediately. Like I ain't really want to like chance it. Cool. I had three. I had three years of eligibility, but I'm like, man, you never, you just never know. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I made that decision at the end of May or June of 2012. November, I was on one of six apart. You know. <laughs> so then we just. It just the rest was just history for real, for real. So that's kind of it's kind of how we got here. Just the, the short version of it was like how we got here. So I would just say like, and I always say this like when I do interviews, like man, uh, Cam, my daughter, she really kind of like changed the game for me. Like she really like she locked it in. Like she helped birth Izzy the DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like. Even though that wasn't even my DJ name at the time, but like when she came into my life, that was when I was like, all right, I gotta lock in with the DJ shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, absolutely. So what are, I know you talked about your uncle, um, and your cousin as well. So are those the main main guys kind of influence you as DJs, or is anybody else that really kind of Oh nah. So like um drama, shout out to him, and it's crazy because as him being an influence, we ended up, you know, becoming homies or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can, anytime I hit him up, he just, he, I booked him for my birthday party uh, last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he is always love. Anytime we come across each other, shout out to him. Um, I always tell people, like, when they, uh, when they ask me, like, how do I envision myself as a DJ? Like, um, uh, a kid Capri, like, kick, shout out to him. Like, I, and it's crazy, like, all the people that have been influential to me, I've had the opportunity to work with them side by side. Like, so it's just like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like as far as like showmanship and you know what I'm saying? Like how to like really rock a party. Like, you know what I'm saying? I get that from Kid Capri. And, and then he also showed me, boom, you know what I'm saying? He, he dropped the album. You feel me? Like (laughs) he had Jay-Z on his album. You know what I mean? So like, um, then like, I remember, and this is like little moments that came that came up. I was leaving Savannah to go somewhere I can't remember, and me and DJ Unk was sitting beside each other. And this is like where Unk is like lit, kind of. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a DJ, and I remember 
like, damn, like this DJ, um, but I'm a kid. I'm like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, this was like one of the first times where I was kind of like starstruck. And I, I really wanted to be like, yo, give him a spirit. Yo, I'm a DJ too. Da, 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 da. But, you know, um, coming up, a lot of people don't didn't know or don't know that I kind of had like a brief moment of like insecurity with the DJ stuff. Like I was like, like, like you know me. So it's, for me to sit here and tell you, like, I used to be scared to talk on the mic. Like, we would probably sound crazy to anybody. So I used to, um, I remember, I used to, uh, when, when I got to school, my uh, my homie uh, Kyrie, shot to him, he, and she, he was a DJ too. Like, and it's weird because I kind of, you know what I'm saying, we kind of was DJing in high school together. But then when I got, we got to college, I used to pay him the host. But then, like, I paid him, like, a couple times, like, three, four times. Then I started thinking. I'm like, bro, like, I ain't shy. Because, like, it's not like I ain't never talked on the mic. But I'm just like, I'm first of all, I'm cutting money out of my pocket. Because it ain't like they paying me no extra money to pay him. And then I'm like, bro, I could just do this. So then after that, I just like, fuck it. Like, I just got to be the whole package. And then that became a part of me, like. Like, boom, I start realizing, like, yo, it's a lot of DJs who don't even talk, who don't even, like, have, not on, and then you had to go further than that because, you know, this is an evolving game. And I even tell, like, younger DJs and stuff, like, where you got to, with not even, just with anything, man, like, the game is forever changing, forever evolving. You know what I'm saying? So you got to really set yourself apart. And that was, like, really, and still is to this day, uh, how I see my success, like, I study, I live and breathe, man. Like, so I'm always looking for what they're not doing. You know what I mean? Like, and like I got that from having those influences. Like the people who I look up to are people are pioneers of the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a Khaled. Like I, I look up to Khaled because I was I'm from, we from the South. So I remember he was doing mixtapes. I remember when he was really a DJ, like before, not to say he's not, but I'm saying like you probably can't find a video of him actually behind turntables right. in probably the last couple of years. Not because he can't, but he's become a mogul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's become a mogul. I watched people, you know what I'm saying, laugh at him as he just was himself and he and he walked himself into millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Snapchat doing the same thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. And that and and so what I what I did was just take little bits and pieces of, of those guys who, you know what I'm saying, influenced me and just built what's easy to DJ now. You know what I'm saying? So um and I think that's I think it's I think it's a dope thing. And and there's even like I could go on and on because it's even people who who aren't even like famous DJs that, that have been influential in this journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like how you, you started off and you said like stuff that you took from me. You know what I'm saying? I never would have even, I didn't even think about it like that. When you, when I'm listening to you, I'm like, damn, I definitely used to be playing. Like I still be playing, but like, I was like, damn, boy, I used to be super playing and y'all used to be super mad. Like, damn, all the people do is play all day, but I was really just having fun. You know what I'm saying, and that and that's what I do now. Like, I I be telling people like when people be wanting, oh, I want to be a DJ because I'm just like, okay, like, but I do this. I love this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying. Like, that's why like I challenge myself to even just 
I've been trying to find way areas to where DJs can be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've done stuff from the club to DJing at the Hall of Fame with AI. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. if you just say, hey, well, Alan Iverson is going to the Hall of Fame, you're not even thinking that, oh, he needs a DJ for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, but I've, I've done stuff as wild as a repack. Like I'm DJing with a repack, you know, like, but, like, yeah, but it's like, but, but what I, why, why, um, what I love about it is because I tell people that music makes the world go around. Period. Like, bro, it's like it's literally. I don't care what, what you do for a living. In some point, some moment, you are going to run into music somewhere. I don't care if you a surgeon, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, you gonna run into it. We've always you know, I've always said like, you know, music is really what feelings just sound like, right? And I remember they had a whole conversation like when rap was really kinda um becoming mainstream. So kinda like that two thousand two, thousand three range and they were talking mm-hmm. about, you know, people, you know, the music that we were listening to around that time, that was the the fifty cent, you know what I'm saying, popping off time, that was the, you know, T I, mm-hmm. you know, that was that and they were saying, you know, the music was making the, the kids violent. Like, it was making us move a certain way, right? And back then, I was like, nah, like, if we doing it, it's because of what we want to do. But then, as I got older, I thought about it, and there was a little bit of a point to it because, I mean, just think about going to a game, right? Like, you need music. Like, we listen to music on the way to a game. You know, you're working out. You got to have music. Like, I know if I walk into a gym and I ain't got my AirPods with me, like, I'm going home. Like, I can't work out without me, you know what I'm saying, without the headphones. So, so to your point, like, music, literally, like, even, like, you know what I'm saying, driving to work, you know what I mean, driving home, you know what I mean, whatever. Like, you feel in a certain way. Like, there's certain, there's literally to a point to where there's certain types of music we play depending on what we're doing or where we're going, right? Like, you know, I mean, like I said, had a hard day, cool. Let me turn on some gospel real quick, get my mind right. You know, I'm going to a party, cool. Let me turn up real quick. Let me play this. You know what I mean? Like, so so to your point, like music, and with it being something that you're always going to run into, it's a beautiful business to be a part of, right? Because you always going to need it. You know what I mean? It's always part of, you know what I mean, what we do and who we are. So, yeah, so absolutely, man. I agree with you 100% on that because for sure. Um so you kind of talked about um, your influences. Um, you, you you briefly touched on um, what made you really, you know, say, all right, I got to take this music thing seriously and, and your daughter. Um, but as an entrepreneur, right, like you still have to really, at what point did you know to say, all right, you know, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. You say you did the parties, you've been making, you know, money doing the uh, college parties. But at what was there a moment that, you know, was there a moment in, you know what I mean? A, a party or or an event that you said I'm good at this. Like, I could really, you know what I mean, make something out of this. Um, I think it was definitely during my time in Norfolk State. Like, that, cause I always thought it, and people would say it, but like, it was just like, oh, all right. But like, um, probably the first time, um. One of my swag surf videos from Homecoming went viral, and and then like I started to get bookings off of that, and I would just look. I was like, you know, cause to like doing it, I was just, you know, I ain't even thinking. I'm not even thinking like, oh, let me, you know, cause some people be like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go. I literally was just like, yo, we got this because it's a bonfire, so it's to kick off the homecoming. You know what I'm saying? It's like a big block party on campus. That's really all it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people. 
it'd be thousands of people. Half of them don't even go to the school because, you know what I'm saying, like it's in the middle of the city so niggas just pull up. And cool, you know, it's homecoming HBCU. You got to know the swag. When swag surf, come on, it's, it's going up. So I was just like, I knew, I do know what it was. I was, I remember I was like, man, they be posting all these other schools and that and that should be weak. I'm just like, let me, let me post my joint. So uh, I had, uh, I had my videographer at the time, uh, Video West. I had him in there, and I'm like, yo, I'm about to get them. You know what I'm saying? I played the joint. So just uh, make sure you get everything. And I remember I had a jersey that had AZD down the back. I said, make sure you get the jersey so they know who did it. Mm-hmm. You know, they love to take care. Of it. So I did it, and cause I was trying to get him to like, like, bro, you ain't got to edit it, bro. Just give me the clip. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna post it, and he, I don't know what happened, but he ended up giving giving me the clip at like two, three in the morning, mm-hmm. and I woke up. I was just like, I was mad. I was like, oh, fuck it. I just po- I just posted and went to sleep, yeah. bro. I woke up. <laughs> I said, golly, it was, it was like, to the point where I had alum who weren't coming to homecoming came to homecoming because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, they came up to me like, yo, this made me come to homecoming. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, it was kind of like at that moment, um, that was also the same year that I did, like, my first event. I had this happy hour out here called $5 Fridays. It's simple. Simple joint, just Friday happy hour, Friday night. Really, only had now when I'm thinking about it, I can laugh. Bro, it was all we had was five dollar henny, five dollar wing basket, and it was it was like three little mixed drinks that probably had God knows what in it for five dollars. And when I tell you, like, that was literally the place to be on a Friday. That's how you get, you know what I'm saying? And it was a mixture of everything you had. College folks, you had folks who just got off work. You had you had people from corporate America. You had, people would come in, like people would come in there, like with their, you know, yeah, old heads. Like it was, it was, it was like a family reunion every Friday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I ended, I was doing that joint for like probably like two, three years consistently, and then they went into some ownership change, and I just I backed off of it, but because I just felt like it was. It was an error. And that was kind of like when I was like, yo, like I could really do this shit. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So then that's when I really started challenging myself, like with things that I wanted to do. That's when around the time where the Can't Stay Local Marcher came in. Cause I'm at this point, I'm traveling a lot and I've always traveled my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. So then I was just like, um, cause somebody said something about me traveling one day and I was like shit, you know what I'm saying? Like can't say local baby. Like and then shit. <laughs> it ended up, you know, it ended up being a part of the brand. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah. Like but I, I think like around that time, that's that's like mentally when I saw it started to shape in my head that like we finna do this. Like so now like I'm on this mad dash. Um because people ask me like, oh what's your end goal? And I just I just simply tell them globalization. Yeah. I plan on impacting the world through DJing. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it's through philanthropy, through being a DJ, explaining entrepreneurship, breaking it down, like whether it's impacting communities at large, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think like shoot. Uh, and dad started probably the first time I got to say it, like, 
I was uh, a lot of people don't know. I was one of the people on the um on the proclamation for nine one two day. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> and Savannah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that wouldn't have shout out to Donnie, Rayshawn, that uh Pope. You know what I'm saying? Because Pope Day, you know, since I'm with Pope, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's that would that would not have happened if you know what I'm saying. If I wasn't a DJ, like I wouldn't even have been able to be in that conversation with them. Like, and it, and I'm saying that to say, like, I would have never thought that. You know what I'm saying? Like, being a DJ would even have you in those. You know what I'm saying? Um, type of environments. At all, like you know, what I'm saying, like that's 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 just crazy to think about. Like even like here in um, in Virginia, like this year be my um, I have a community day. It's a community day. Like it's my third one. You know what I'm saying? Like to even be able to put on something like that, just as a DJ. Like granted, like you know, I do a lot of things, but a lot of that stuff came from me being a DJ. Like they all spiraled from that. You know, so a lot, a lot of that time, like around that time I was speaking of, just kind of just reminded me that yo, sky's really the limit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I ain't mistaken, that was also the year that was that was the year around that same time where all that happened. That was the year that the first year I DJed out the country. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was a lot that happened <laughs> around that air that just you know what I'm saying mentally was like, oh yeah, nah, yeah, we 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 locked in for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. And I feel like you hit it at the right time. Cause you know, I mean, and obviously I know you know, cause you know music. When hip hop first started, like it was the DJs that folks came out for, right? Like the rapper was just a rapper, but the DJs, so even like, you know what I mean? So folks of y'all, you know, folks who may not know, like a movie like Juice, right? So when Q went to that, you see them people had it packed out to watch mm-hmm. DJs. Wasn't no artist there. And that was a normal thing, like back then. Like folks mm-hmm. pulled up for the DJ. Then it took kind of a shift, right? And it went to the artist. And I felt like, like you said, around that time, you know, where you hit, which kind of shows, you know what I mean, just perfect timing, you know what I mean, to where the DJs really became who we coming for, who you want to see. Like, I remember, you know what I mean, going places, going out and saying, oh, well, you know what I'm saying, such and such DJ ain't here. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go there. I don't know what y'all got going on. I'm going over here. You know what I mean? Every time, bro, DJ, you know what I'm saying, they be up. So I'm gonna go over here, you know what I mean? It could it'd be a good vibe. So so yeah, I think, you know what I mean, it, it's funny to see that shift and everything's kind of cyclical, right? Like everything like comes back around. Like everything working cycle. So so seeing that, you know what I mean, seeing now with DJs, you know, halftime bigger than the artists. You know what I'm saying? Like you could put Cali and friends on, you know what I mean, on the fly and folks gonna pull up, you know what I mean, because yeah. what Cali could do. DJ drama, same way, right? Like you don't know who they gonna come. Who gonna, who gonna bring out niggas playing songs? You know what I'm saying? So, so, uh, so definitely. Yeah, nah, yeah that's a, that's a good that's a good point for sure. Cause uh, yeah, but either one of them, you liable to see anybody that <laughs> that's yeah, an angel. Sure. That's <laughs> an angel. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 the goal though, man. Stuff like that, like that's like something striving for, like to be able. Cause I got it's crazy you even said it. Like my. My birthday party is Izzy and Friends. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like my celebrity birthday party. Let me not do that. It is celebrity birthday party. <laughs> yeah, don't like, do that to yourself. It's celebrity birthday. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but see, I be having it's internal battles, man. I be having mentally, like, cause you know, like I'm I'm just I'm I'm human just like everybody else. So I don't even be even one even 
Man. Move, move like that mentally. But some my my like my publicist, my assistant, my my homies, they be on my head like hey, you. Da, da, da. I'll be like, man, man I'm from the Pope. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's an art form, bro. Like you know, the, the difference is like you know what I mean. I kind of take everything back with like with sports, right? So you don't need nobody to tell you when you're good at sports, right? Like if I drop thirty, you ain't gotta tell me I'm good. If I score four touchdowns today, you ain't gotta tell me I'm good. Music is art. DJing is art. You know what I'm saying? So it's you kind of putting it out there, and you could be at a party, and somebody can say you're the best ever to do it, and the same person say I ain't never coming back. You know what I mean? So so that insecurity you you kind of saying it, it makes sense because you never really know. You know what I mean? But just that kind of that confidence in yourself, just knowing like, bro, I'm putting the best product I could put out here. You know what I mean? Some gonna rock with it, some ain't. Either way, it's cool. You know what I mean? We gonna do it again. Somebody like it. You know what I mean? At the end of the right. day, so, so for sure. So yes, yeah, so when you say like celebrity DJ, nah, bro, like it's your celebrity friends. You know what I'm saying? That's what you built. That's what you put out there. You know what I'm saying? It's what you put together. You know what I mean? That's something you weren't. So don't you know? You don't want to down that, um, at all. Um, but one thing that uh that did happen, we talked about entrepreneurship, moving into DJing, making that your full time thing. You know what I mean? Um, obviously you got other side hustles. You know what I mean? With DJing being your main bread and butter, um, COVID hits, right? So now these live shows, you know what I mean, fall by the wayside. Don't know when they gonna be back. You know what I mean? Like I remember people said, um, you know, spring twenty one, we should be back. Then it was fall twenty one. Then it was fall twenty two, and like we really don't know. You know what I'm saying? When like it's just getting back to where the festivals and all this are kind of kicking off. So. Uh, kind of a two-part question. One, uh, was there ever a period where you thought that you were going to have to shift completely from DJ into another realm? And two, you know, what effect did you have? I mean, I remember, you started, I remember seeing the, the IG live shows popping up, you know what I mean, during quarantine. Then I remember IG starting to, you know, starting to hate, you know what I mean, all the <coughs> lights and stuff, and they taking y'all down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to find ways around that. So how was that just as a whole for you? Um, man, uh, I think uh, inspirational, man, and motivational. Like, cause I remember um, when I re- I remember where I was at when I realized COVID was for real. Like, I remember seeing it in like February of twenty twenty, January twenty twenty. Hearing about it, like, I'm like, oh, this is probably one of those things overseas. I ain't gotta worry about it. And ironically, I was supposed to DJ in Japan in March. The the second epicenter center of what COVID was. <laughs> like yeah. I, it was it was like it was that full circle. So I'm in Miami. Um right on Ocean no, I'm in Miami at Big Pink. And you know they like it's everybody talking about the COVID thing is starting to happen. And uh so this is what like second week in March I think mm. wanna say it was and I remember, like, dang, like, all right, we like, all right, but I had like two more parties down there. We just like, all right, we're gonna finish the parties, and then you know, head home. Then I seen Club Live closed. I'm like, oh shit, like, nigga, this is like, Live is like the, the biggest club in the country. Yeah, that's the one. Like, yeah. so I'm like, oh, it's real. Like, so I remember coming back, and um, and uh, we had we got this uh. This weekend, party weekend, called me at. So basically, it's just the uh, the HBCU basketball term. It's like yeah. the 
the conference tournament basically before the NCAA. Yeah. yeah. So, but we be having a whole bunch of parties around it. So, I remember like, like dang, like they talk, they they canceled the tournament, like they they shut the tournament down. So we like, oh dang, should we had the parties, but you know us, we stay at the parties, and and but we were just like, because it was like they were like ticketed events and stuff. So you know what I'm saying. Um, um, we kind of like we was like, man, we just gonna do it and then be done with it. Like you know what I'm saying. Just we just won't do anything uh, past past that. You know what I'm saying. And um, so we did it. Like I I had a little backlash for like some of my close peoples. Like, but it was just I and I tell people now. I was like, man, I won't, I don't wouldn't judge anybody in that time because nobody knew what was going on. We didn't know nothing, bro. Like. Right. And, you know, like I had people be like, hey, just shut it down. And I'm just like, that's kind of hard to say when this is what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, sure. yeah, you know, sure. yeah, it's easy for somebody who works a nine to five with with uh, with benefits and uh, PTO and all that to be like, don't go to the club. But, you know, if you're a club owner or if you're a waitress or if you're a DJ and whatever, like it's a little different. You got to look at it a little different, yeah. you know? Um. So, yeah. so we was. Just, I, I, I remember that time. I remember I know a lot of bartenders in, in, in bar. Yeah, like yeah, and I, I was in bar bar, and I remember the last day they was open. It was like a funeral. You know what I'm saying? Like they were just pouring everybody drinks, and they, they had like tip jars, and like yo, like just shoot us something because we don't know when we're gonna be back. So yeah, not not to cut you off, but yeah. Nah, it's for real, bro. Like I and I remember to speed it up. So, I, my last the last party I did. Before, before COVID was man, I want to get you. Hold, on, I'm gonna give you the exact date. And I got my phone right here. Hold on, right on March. Cause I know it was right around St. Patrick's Day. Cause in Savannah it was real up and down, and they kept St. Patrick's Day going. You know what I mean? But I just remember that being an ill time. Um, yeah, cause St. Patrick's Day. Hold on, I'm about to, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it was March. I think it was March eighth. March eighth might have been March eighth. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it was March eighth. March eighth, two thousand twenty. If I ain't mistaken, the March eighth, two thousand twenty was the last, the last day I DJ. I had a Monday night little event that I used to do. We can't. Something just told us we just like we just ain't gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And out here, the mandate came out Tuesday morning. <laughs> so Tuesday morning, I was sitting on the couch like I don't know if y'all remember that meme with New York. But she's sitting on bed like this. <laughs> so Tuesday, I was just sitting there like, oh shit, like you know. And I remember, remember, I was just like, you know, what I mean, everybody was asking, "What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do?" People telling me, "Man, you gotta get a job. You gotta get a job. You gotta, you know." And I'm like, I have no, nothing wrong with people working, but just for me, like. I'm I've I've decided a long time ago that's just not what I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna invest that in myself. I've done I've done my time, you know what I'm saying, in the workforce world. Like mm-hmm. so I was just like, damn, like I gotta figure this out. And the live thing, I used to always do it. It should be therapeutic. I used to do it like during snow days. Club Izzy, IG Live. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that since IG Live started. Like mm-hmm. Whenever that was, you know what I mean? But it just used to be just on some chill, fun. Just I'd be sitting there kicking the shit with people in the comments. People send me songs. So 
all right, I was like, you know what? I said something I'm like, man, I should just go ahead and crank that back up. And I did it. I did it uh, two nights in a row, and that shit was like, they went nuts both nights. And then I remember my homie uh, twin, Sean Childers, he hit me like, yo, I need, because we was like, I was, you know, we, we were trying not to be depressed. Yeah. So I'm over here kicking it like it's a real party, like getting sections. Like, I'm like, look, I made a, a post like, it's a section chart. Get your sections. Because people in the comments like, yo, I need a bottle of Patron. Da, da, da. So, so look, so bruh sent me a cash app for $5, bruh. Said section deposit. She's like, yeah, post that 11. But he was just punished for it. He was just playing. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I posted it. People started like doing that. And then that turned into, yo, put your, put your cash app pin it to the joint so we can support you mm-hmm. and that literally carried me through the pandemic yeah. like that became my job so then i ended up just creating themes creating like different nights i was djing on live seven days a week mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying and, and that was you know what i'm saying i ended up meeting people from all all across the world like just you know what i'm saying like vibing with me and that was around the time the d nice joint happened mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, he obviously that was that propelled his entire career. And like I remember, and I always be saying this when this comes up, I'd be like, bro, like, did I was I doing this before COVID? Yes. Do I feel like I was the first person in the world to do that? No. You know what I'm saying? So like it was was people like that support me that was on Shade Room. Nah, it was first. I was like, nah, but you know what I'm saying? Shout out to D Nice, bro. D Nice is first of all, he's old enough to be my pops yeah. like that man is a, he and he's like a he's a, he's a legend bro like he been like he didn't it ain't like a lot of people think that he just had got popping with that like he was already like he was already on you know what i'm saying like and so like real like real hip-hop is no like bro, he was djing with uh boogie down production which is krs one of them like he's like really like in it so it just you know it makes sense but I'm blessed because that man, listen, that my live stuff, that opened up some doors, bro. Like yeah. from endorsements. Like I, I did events. With, I did a live event with Michelob. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was doing people's birthday, man. I was getting to it. But I say all that to say like it, it was inspiring because like I, I, I unlocked a new level within myself, mm-hmm. like a new hustle level, you know, because like if you speak to any creatives or anybody, especially in the music world, like, bro, it's so easy to get complacent. You know what I'm saying? And you won't even know it. Like, you could just get in the rhythm of just making your money. Like, I could just literally, if I just wanted just to DJ seven days a week and just make my bread, I could just do that. But, you know, my aspirations are far further and larger than that. And a lot of times, like, and I think I'll be saying, like, I I feel like God did that to everybody, bro. Like, cause I think that just a lot of things came, a lot of positive, negative came out of COVID too, but a lot of positive in, in the creative world came out of COVID because people found new ways to get money. Yeah. Like a lot of new ways. Like for me, people respect the DJ way more than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still some work to do, but they really like COVID made people be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, the DJ is very intricate yeah. to the music community. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 
I I found appreciation in that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, boom, like when people come to me, oh, I used to like, why well, I used to be on your lives and da da be like, damn, like it be messing me up a little bit. Like so I'm like, I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Cause they cause they telling me, they telling me that they got me out. I got them out of they funk. I'm like, y'all got me out of mine. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember I hopped on a few of them. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so yeah, and it was it was dope to see, man. Cause like you said, it birthed the the pandemic, the the and, and even though it's still kind of going, you know what I mean. But that quarantine mode, like them 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 few months from March to around June, you know what I'm saying. We was kind of stuck in the house. It birthed a lot, you know what I mean. Cause you really just kind of kind of stuck with your thoughts, like bro, what like you said, like yo, what I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? Like some things just kind of got birthed out of just not wanting to be depressed, and some things got birthed out of you know what I mean, trying to put food on the table. For you, it was, it was a blend of both. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I got to do something, yeah. man. I got to eat. You know what I mean? Got yeah, dog, I got to shoot. You know key, I said, got a kid. My kid ain't getting no smaller. Yeah, <laughs> Lee, but it's it's a blessing, man. I'm glad that, you know what I'm saying, we all here to talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, the changes you've seen um, in the industry, kind of from when you started, you know, to now. Um, whew. so it's definitely changed, man. I'm, for one, it's, it's way more DJs. <laughs> DJing is like, like, and I get like DJing over the last couple of years has become a popular thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have it. Some, I know, I know some DJs that hate it. Like, they be like, oh, man, everybody wants. Like it's it's just like anything. Like the rappers can say the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Producers can say the same thing. The way I see it is, if you if you elite like you say you are, none of that's gonna matter. Yeah. I tell people that all the time. And then like, I feel like the more DJs there are, the more awareness it brings too. Though, so you know what I'm saying? There's 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 good in it. But I definitely think that um is a huge change. You know what I'm saying? Like, and maybe like. Some of the older guys may they may feel like it's like that. Like there, some people, those always been a lot of DJs. But I just feel like D like I remember literally like people, I'm telling people I'm a DJ and they them asking me what else I do. <laughs> like I remember that. Like I remember the moments like like coming up. Like and and a lot of that was definitely like, you know what I'm saying? This is like when I'm first like get my feet wet and stuff like when i decided not to ball no more they like and i'm just like that's what i do mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and then you know um then being able to show them like bro this is i'm i'm doing very very well myself you know what i'm saying me and my kid good me and my family good like but i think um i think it's more opportunities um for sure for sure um I definitely, I think it's become, I think the biggest thing is just, I think I just said it, it there's, it's an easier entry into the DJ game. Yeah. Because um, like I was self-taught, you know what I mean? Which I probably, I mean, it's cool. Uh, I think if I wouldn't have been, I could have probably progressed quicker. But I think overall me being self-taught um, allowed me to, be okay with taking bigger risks. And a lot of the things that I've been able to accomplish have been due to taking those risks. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, 
it's 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 like that. But I think I think too what it does is uh like I said is there's more room for DJ superstars now. Like mm-hmm. you know back then, like you said, it went from you know you know Grandmaster Flash like there did that was a he's a DJ. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like those those people, like they were like a lot of those rappers and all like be nice as a rapper, yeah. bro. Like he's a DJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like funny, funny as it is, my first DJ name ever, I promise you, was DJ D Nice, bro. Oh, that was <laughs> that was literally the end. I ended it was because of him, but I didn't know he was a DJ. I thought he was, he was I just remember the song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My name Derek, his name's Derek. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. yeah. I just remember remember hearing the song like as a kid. I'm I, mean, I like the song. My name be nice, like boom. And then somewhere along the line, it was D Izzy. Oh, was DJ Izzy. My mom was like, "Oh, well, somebody got this name, so I put the D in front of it." So it was D Izzy. And then I rolled with that for a minute until I probably until uh, well, really, I got tired of people messing up my name. So <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, everybody called me Izzy anyway. So it was Izzy DJ. We did this big rollout. Yeah. And get it like that. But back back to what you were saying, I, I really think that uh oh it's, it actually fits brands, man. Like I think that branding of DJs have, has definitely evolved. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like when I was like I said, like being in Savannah, you had what coming up out here, you had Mike Fresh, mm-hmm. um, you had uh she had Dice. Yeah. Dice Law, but yeah, Triple A, but you know what I'm saying, yeah, Lil G, yeah, like, like, and I'm and 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 shit, I'm thinking Dice. Listen, I'm thinking Dice Law a whole way. He is a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we used to, bro, listen, we used to religiously sing his uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I remember, and it's crazy because. Like an influence like that, like I couldn't, I could not say that I ain't have an influence on me making my own music. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and to be able to have my shit played on the radio, like I'm like, oh, like I, re- I remember even being paid to perform, like not the DJ, but to perform. Like I've gotten, I've had paid shows and shit. Like I was like, damn, like. You know, again, all this is coming from DJing. Like, so I just think that, you know, the, the biggest thing is that, you know, the, the respect level for the DJ is getting back to where where I would have imagined it was at the start of hip hop. Yeah. I obviously wasn't, I'm not old enough to have been there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But based off the knowledge that I got and, and see, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the D, because I, I model myself. Um, from the original hip hop DJ, he was the nigga that was he was promoting the party. He was the DJ. He was the MC. Breaking you feel me? Like breaking all of that. He breaking records, everything. And I, you know, what I'm saying, and I take pride in doing all of that. You know, so I think that, um, man, listen, bro. I tell people the DJ is the best thing that came out of uh, COVID. <laughs> y'all can t- y'all can say that PPP and all that all you want, but. The D, the new love for the DJ is the best thing that COVID did for the world, man. For sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I ain't gonna hold you too long. So um the last one I got for you, we talked about the changes in the industry, right? Um, then we talked a little bit about uh about DJs breaking records. Um, so with that, you know what I mean, the people, 
that are around you. You know what I mean? As easy as we said as it is now to get into DJing, in my opinion, it's even easier to get into rap. You know what I mean? You got, you know what I mean, some kind of recording system of any sort, you know what I mean, a phone, you know what I mean, throw it up on SoundCloud, now you're a rapper. You know what I mean? Right. But with that, when you got folks who, who may know, you know what I mean, somebody like you who's a DJ who could maybe play their record and get some spins, um, how's that been? Kind of that balancing folks that maybe you grew up with coming to you a different way or folks that you thought were one thing and now you find they're another. Like the people around you, how have they changed, if anything? <laughs> I mean, you know, what's the what's the point of uh I mean, the way I see it is like I look at it a few ways. Um you can't grow without change. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, so like when people be like, Oh, I never change, that's a lie, bro. Or if you if you don't change, you're not gonna grow. Yeah. So like I say that to say is like, um, and it's crazy coming this business course, uh and we were just, somebody asked me specifically of like, how do I be like negotiating? Mm -hmm. And so they was like, well, they, well actually, they ain't really acting. It was like, oh, Izzy does a great job at like being stern on his business practices and stuff. And I was like, I mean, it's just more so like, you got to put your, like, if this is what you do, like, I, I view everything like, if when I'm missing money, you take money out of my daughter's pocket. That's how I look at it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's so. You tax me for a discount, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like I tell people, it's got to make sense. Like, even we even I even include that when we playing your song. Like, all right, well, you my homie, right? You my dog. All right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got this song. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So, if you my homie, right? You want me to succeed? You know, you should anyway. Mm -hmm. So, all right, we playing the song. Is this only going to benefit you, or is it going to benefit us? You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, that could, there's, there's a couple ways to answer that question. If the track, if it's really like a dope song and it's something, because I'm all for helping people, it's not, it ain't that. It ain't got to be transactional. And I, and I tell artists that, like, it ain't just about the money. Now, granted, you do probably need to, you need, they ain't a probably. If you want to push music and if there's any artists out there listening, you cannot do it without money. I don't care who you are, who you know. Like, you do need to know people. You do need to network. That does help, but you are going to have to spend money and invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you, I don't care who, I don't care how viral, I don't care if you go on TikTok and freestyle and get super viral. That's cool, but I guarantee you at some point you're going to spend some money. <laughs> if you want to keep going, for sure. So, boom. So, that's usually the what I run into. Like, people assume as you, as you're climbing, that you know what I'm saying? Um, you got to reach back and give them. Yeah, give back. In which I do believe in giving back. But again, like, I promise example, I do my community event here um, every year because I felt like the city of Norfolk and the Hampton Roads area, which is all the, the cities in, surrounding it, um, adopted me. I'm not, I'm, as you know, I'm from Georgia. Like, I'm not from here. Nothing. Y'all adopted me. Like, you know what I'm saying? To the point where people who don't know me think I'm from Virginia. You know what I'm saying? So this is my thank you to y'all. There was an exchange. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a direct exchange. It was an exchange. And that's what I'm saying. Like, even if, if you, now, if you're my dog and you've been riding and you've been supporting and da 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 and you, yo, is it, can you just play my, you know what I'm saying? Spit, for sure. And I be telling artists, like, 
it's only it's really like two three ways you get your music played obviously you could pay to get it played you know what i'm saying build a uh build a following like if people are asking for your song it's my job to play it right i'm gonna play what's hot that's what i get paid to do i do break records but i gotta either believe i gotta believe in it you know what i'm saying or we gotta work it out like you know what i'm saying we gotta work work the business out you know um and uh like i said and, that, and the third thing is building a relationship like which boom like which which you should have done with your homie like if 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 my homie rap when i got plenty of homies that do do music but they also understand that this is what i do for a living mm -hmm. so like if you uh i don't know if you sell water like but you got a homie that uh that that grows plants you know what I'm saying? And he needs water for his plants. Like, you think that you're just going to just get free water just because I sell water? Right. Like, yeah. so I'm going to give you, so I'm going to give you something for free that you can make money off of and I don't get nothing in return. Yeah, and it's, and it's important like, not to become a resource for somebody and then... Yeah, but it's nothing. One hand is supposed to wash the other. Right. Now, there's, it doesn't have to be a, that's what I'm saying, don't got to be a direct thing and and the 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 breakdown of that can be different like your support can be enough for me to do this mm. so i'm saying like it don't got to be transactional like you it ain't got to be because you know what i'm saying like hypothetically bro like if i was you know uh boom if it was something like i don't know like oh bro it's 1500 for interviews like our relationship would have i would have been like you know what like if i was like this super lit guy like you know what I'm saying? Like an A-list person. Like, I'll be like, you know what? Grow it together. He always been supporting me from day one. Boom, bet. There was a transaction. You supported me from day one. Then I'm coming back, wipe the slate, boom. Yeah. And I think that people, I think that's where the discrepancies come in because a lot of people don't want to be real and a lot of people want stuff for free. Nothing mm -hmm. is free. That's why I be like, bro, nothing is free. You shouldn't even want nothing for free, honestly. Because yeah. anytime I see something free, I feel like it's a catch. What's the no. catch? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like from like people give me like, boom, somebody can give people send me clothes and stuff. Mm -hmm. I be telling my homies who get stuff like that. I'm like, bro, that stuff is not free. They're sending that to you because they want some promotion. Yep. It's a trade. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a trade. And I just, I just wish more people would just be realistic about that and like understand it. And I think it, it would just save a lot of like friendships and relationships. Um, and, and I'm not saying that to say that you shouldn't help your people, but nothing is free. Like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, even not to be funny, charity ain't even free. Yeah. You know why charity ain't free? Because we got tax write-offs for it. That's why like people donate. Come on, That's what I'm like. I'm not and I'm not saying that you shouldn't because I I definitely do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta man, it's a whole war against Uncle Sam, bro. Yeah. Especially the entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? You really gotta like mentally like prepare yourself for stuff like that when you when you are when you're like elevating, man. Like that is the story is true, and everybody I done lost homies that like over nothing like mm -hmm. nothing bro like and i'm just looking like 
But I, they say everybody can't make it with you. And I don't feel no way about it. It just, I just be like, damn, like, you know, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where you, when you, you hear it for so long and you just be like, yeah, whatever. And then when it happens, you'd be like, damn, like, yeah. you kind of just took it back, like, damn, boy, you know, your mom would be like, you can thank me when you get older. <laughs> you know, like, if you want them moments, I'd be like, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah but that, I mean, that, that's really, that's really it. And then, you know, Obviously, you got the people who want your success to be in the way that they want it to be. Mm. You know, I got people that be mad at me because I don't respond to certain shit or like, you know, I ain't, I ain't out here like, yeah, I'm the one and da, 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 like, like be mad. Like, I have people who be legit be mad like, bro, why you ain't popping your shit? Da, da, da. I'm like, well, for me, like. I, I pop it with the accomplishments, bro. Like, I ain't really got to, like, say that. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, my boy Baby said, man, and my boy said, never call us up to go. You leave it up to the people, man. <laughs> yeah. It mean more when they say it. Like, anybody, like, bro, you can't, def- nobody has ever crowned anybody who was self-proclaimed, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you ever heard Jordan say, I'm the GOAT? Nah, never will. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's facts. You know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, and this and, and this is important that you say that because you know, even like going back to relationships thing, right? Like when I hit you by doing this interview, like you could easily told me like, man, nah, bro, like you know what I mean, like I don't really do that, and I want to trip, like I want to say nothing, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, man, I hit bro, I mean, blah. nah, it still would have been the same type love, same type, you know what I mean, but. That's what I feel like in this we need more of. Even in this, like doing podcasts, like folks hit me about, you know, doing it, you know, all the time. Like, yo, bro, man, you get me on, get me on. Now, in the back of my mind, I'd be like, for what? Like, not being funny, just like, what are you, you know what I mean? Like, you just want to call that's, that's a real question, bro. That's <laughs> like, you know, and it's a question people be ducking, like, like, like for you to, this is your podcast, this is your brand, bro. Mm-hmm. So, you just because I know you, like if it don't fit, it don't fit. That's why I be telling people like everybody can't even do business together. Like that don't mean I got people who I love, like that I will run through a wall for, but I would never do business with them. And it ain't no smoke. It's just we can't do business, bro. Like <laughs> this is what it is. I know you. This how we friends. I know you. I can't do business yeah. with you. I know I can't. And you know, same thing. Like you, yeah, you want to come on, but they don't understand the same way with you. The prep that goes into this, the work that goes into this, the effort, the, the like the money. You being spent behind it, like it ain't just you hop behind a mic or you hop behind some turntables. Or yeah, you know, my playlist dope, my playlist dope. So I get to be, I could be a DJ too. Like nah, bro, like it's really a thing. You know what I mean? Like reading the crowd, knowing what to play, when to play. You know what I'm saying? Seeing that fight about to happen over there, cool. Let me drop. You know what I mean? Let me drop this song real quick to calm that down. Like knowing that. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they be, they don't be knowing it till they get in that fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then you stuck, you know what I mean? Not a club on the mad, promoter mad, all that. You know what I'm saying? So, so, and I'm glad you got to that point. Cause I know it's a lot of folks, you know what I mean? Um, you know, not only in the city in Savannah, but just period who gonna hear this, who got stuff they got going on. They got people who 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 see that success, want a part of it, but you know what I mean? Don't necessarily have any type of transaction to give them, whether it been support or whatever. They've been quiet this whole time. Now they see X, Y, and Z, and now they want to hop behind it, and they want something from you. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's not wrong helping folks, 
But to you know what I mean, it's still to a certain extent. Like for me, I want everything equal. I'm always gonna show the love you showed me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so that's definitely important, man. So, so what you wanna lead the people with, man? Anything, you know what I mean? That 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 you wanna lead the people with? Um, yeah, man. Uh, man, go for it, man. Literally, like whatever it is you're trying to do, go for it, man. You you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Um, do something for your area, man. Do something for the crib, like wherever your crib is. Like if you, especially, especially if you, if you from the Pope, but y'all need to be in that community, man. Like, and and I and you can quote me on this. The only reason that my community day happened here first is because this is where I'm at right now. But I, if y'all think for a second that I ain't got something for the crib, y'all, all I did was build the infrastructure here. But we, mm-hmm. we for sure, like. And that, you know what I'm saying, the Pope Day, you know what I'm saying, that's just uh, the beginning, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, because you, you know what I'm saying, you already know what time it is with the community work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I, I just encourage people to, like, you know, invest in your people because you want their people to invest into you. Mm-hmm. It's a transaction. It's like I, it's like I, like I just told you, like, it's a, um, you know what I'm saying, hey, financial transaction per se, but, you know, it's a transfer, it's a trade, like, like why would I not support you if if you, you know what I'm saying, giving giving these turkeys or you know, giving these scholarships or you just simply just talking to the people or you just shedding light on these small businesses or whatever it is you figure out that you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Mm-hmm. So I just leave that with y'all. Um, you know what I'm saying, man. Just 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 be best, stay prayed up, you know what I'm saying? That the hate. Ain't gonna get you on. It's gonna get you hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like, and I say that like, bro. Like, if if somebody is 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 doing better than you, bro, apply them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Like, cause you, you when you doing this, you know you can't you you can't pull down and climb at the same time. Sucks. Like, and I and I don't you know, and people do it unconsciously because we um we make it. We've 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 desensitized certain things like to the point where like people will greet you with a middle finger. Yeah. I was telling somebody that like, cause I caught my like I used to be doing cause you know you playing, but like I'm just like, you know what? Like more recently, I'm like, yo, I gotta like not to say you can't joke and stuff like that. Clearly, but like just certain things like you know, I feel like that we need to you know monitor a little bit more, man. Like we got to take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? Because clearly ain't nobody else doing it. <laughs> so we we need, we need like yeah we we got to take care of each other. We all we got, man. I think I think that's probably the the last thing I want to leave with. Just remember that us as the people, you know what I'm saying? Us as black people, you know what I'm saying? Like we're all that we have. Nobody understands us like us. You know what I'm saying? But on the flip side, nobody uh nobody uh ruffles each other's feathers like we do. So we just got it. I mean, and with with reason, I get it. You know, but let's just work on it. Like we can't be stuck on that forever. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, let's get to it. Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's what family for, man. Family do that. They rough each other fellas, but they pick each other up, man. So, you know, yeah. if you're gonna push one down, just make sure you pick them up at the end of the day, man. So so yeah, absolutely, man. That's dope. That's dope. That's love. Um, so once again, man, appreciate everybody for listening to us first time, last time, whatever time, man. It's all love on this side. Um, this was episode sixty four of the Untitled Podcast, man. I appreciate y'all. 
Uh, once again, you know, if you rock with us, rock with us. If you don't, don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like you. That's a fact, man. So until then, see y'all next time. Yes, sir. You the floor plans, nothing like the model. The money counter ding, it's so exciting. Summertime, winter fell. I'm the night king, the cold gate kilo. The hood needs whitening. We fish scale niggas, like we all Pisces. Your bitch in my bubble, like. Cartier bust downs, just not my thing to be in the center of that left and right wing. The only time you'll ever see me next to Brightling. Wonder where they started from. The facts are frightening. Richard Prize Flame gave birth to pipe dreams. Now we First here. In the beach with a million dollar auto. Bring the cameraman, we can shoot our own knuckle. 812 man black, looking like chocolate. I promise you the floor plans, nothing like the model. Jay-Z's a cheater, I wouldn't listen to reason either All I know is he's a felon, how is he selling? We the Kaliba brothers, deep down I believe you love us Huh, feast your eyes, the piece unique is sapphire Rappers liars, I don't do satire Neither I nor my wrist move mockingly Y'all spend real money on fake watches, shockingly They put me on list with these niggas inexplicably I put your mansion on my wall, are you shitting me? I blew bird money Y'all talking Twitter feed. We got different sob stories. Save your soliloquies. They like if Big was alive. Cole wouldn't be in this position. If Big had survived, y'all would have got the commission. <laughs> Ho was gonna always be Ho. It was the universe will, cause the law says so. And now I'm here. Give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast.